Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Kuf Nun Ches. We are up to Sefbeis, the last line on page Memvav. We're about to turn on to page 92. The Mechaber says in Sefbeis, Yesh Misha Omer, there is a shita that holds, Shem Eino Ochel Elo Pachos Mikabeza Yitol Yodov Lo Yivarech. If a person plans on eating bread, but not so much bread, less than the size of a kabeza, less than the size of an egg, which is really two kezesim, he should wash his hands, but should make a bracha. So the Mechaber is bringing down a shita over here that says, if you plan on eating less than a kabeza, you wash your hands, but you do not make a bracha of Al Natilas Says the Mishabura on page 92, Sifkotan test, Pachos Mikabeza. Hatam, the reason is, Mishum de Inyan Tuma, Pachos Mikabeza, Eno Makabal Tuma Midaraisa. As we discussed in the last year, the main purpose, of one of the two reasons at least of why we wash, is because by Tuma, we want to make sure that the hands of the Kohana are not going to be Tami the Tuma, which can become a Shlishi. But when food is becoming Tami, the halacha is, it has to be the size of a Kabeza. Otherwise, it is not Makabal Tumadaraisa. So, therefore, the whole idea of why we're washing, if that reason, wouldn't apply over here. And therefore, and therefore, the food that's less than a Kabeza will not be Matame through the hands at all. Therefore, based on this, there's grounds to say that even the Natila itself, they will not go there. Now, the Machaber said, you do wash, you don't make a bracha. The reasoning we're giving now in the Mishabura, you wouldn't even have to wash. Oh, F, sure. But the reason, as we'll see why you have to wash, is there's another possibility, and that is, since in terms of benching, eating less than a kebetza, as long as it's more than a kezayis, is considered an achila. Because we paskin, that we bench even on a kezayis, which again is half the size of a kebetza. So, therefore, maybe, Eating less than a kibetza, the same way it requires you to bench, maybe also it requires a tilas yadayim, velo plugra chachamim etakanosim. And maybe chazal were not mechalik in a takana. And they said, any dinachila, you have to wash. So the same way you have to bench by eating a kazaya somewhere, so too you have to wash. So therefore, on the one hand, in terms of tumah, there would be no reason to wash at all. But in terms of this idea that it's considered nachila, gave benching, you would have to wash. Therefore, as a hachra, between these two understandings, what we do is we wash our hands and we don't make a bracha. The bracha ain't a ma'akeves Because the bracha, like any other bracha sa'vitzvah, is not ma'akeves natila. It's a perfect natila without a bracha. And therefore, as savi bracha slahakel, you wash your hands for less than a kebesa, but you will not make a bracha. Then the Mishabura says, Vedai, you should know. If the size of the food was the size of an egg, but it's the size of an egg without the shell on it, everyone agrees you would have to wash in that case with the bracha. It doesn't have to be the size of an egg and the shell. Now that is an explanation of the sheet of the Mechaber. Again, who says that if you're eating less than a kebetza, you will wash, but you will not make a bracha. However, if you look in the Sharatzion and Oz Tess, We'll just look in the middle of Oz test, the third line of the Sharetzion in the middle. The gra is mashma that he holds. The mashmos of the gra is unlike the machaber that he holds as long as you eat a kezayis. Even if it's less than a kebetza, you must wash and you must make a bracha of al-natilas yadayim. Now there's a very important note over here, and that is note number 16. 
V'yachazun ish nog bazeh kagra. We have a machlokas the mechaber in the gra. Again, the mechaber says if you eat less than a kabeza, you wash with no bracha. The gra's mashma, you wash with a bracha. So the chazun ish was nog like the gra for less than a kabeza to wash with a bracha. Ubesudos hashabbos nata yodav ubirech amatilas shadayim. And by a suda shabbos, he would wash his hands, make a bracha of amatilas shadayim. V'ochel rak kashir kazayis, and he only ate the amount of bread that's a kazayis. V'chein chilek lechol hamesuvah. Pass, and that's what he distributed to everyone at a suda, only a kazayas of bread. So clearly the chazanish goes with the gra, not with the mechaber, that you must wash with the bracha on more than a kazayas, even though it's less than the size of a kibetza. Moshe writes that to satisfy all opinions, it's better to eat a kabeza. But even if you only want to eat a kazayas of bread, so Ramosha also goes with the gra and says you should make a bracha unless in a kabeza. For a person who is difficult for him to eat bread, he can rely on the gra. And you can make a bracha on less than a kabeza. So again, although the machaber says that you have to have more than a kabeza to make a bracha, the gra, the chazanish, Rav Moshe, Rav Yashem, in a time of need, they all say that a person can wash less than a kabeza as long as it's more than a kazayas and make a bracha. That is Sif Beis. Now we go weiter in the Mechaber Sif Gimel. Im ochel pachos mi Now Halacha Beis was eating more than a kezayis, less than a kebeitza. Sif Gimel goes further, you're eating even less than that. You're eating less than a kezayis. Yesh mi she'omer she'ein tzarech natila. There is a shita that says that you don't need the tila at all. So the same way the Mechaber brings down the shita that says if you eat less than a kebeitza, you wash without a bracha. Now he brings down a shita that says if you eat less than a kezayis, not only do you not need a bracha, you don't even need a natila at all. Says the Mishaburah Sif Katan Yud pachos mi one who eats less than a kezayis, as we know, eating less than a kezayis, that's not considered an achila, even the gabi berchaz amazon, and therefore you will not have to make a netila yadayim at all. The Taz agrees with this psak of the Mechaber that you do not need to wash unless in a Kezayis. And so too agrees the Bach. So all these Shitos are in agreement with the Mechaber that if you're eating less than a Kezayis, you only want a little bit of bread that you do not need to wash your hands. However, but there's a whole slew of Achorim on the other side that hold the Af Bepachos Mikazayas Dino Kepachos Mikabeza. It's the same halacha that we just mentioned by less than a Kabeza, even if you have so little that's less than a Kazayas. And that is the Yito Yodo Veloyevarech. And they say that you would still wash your hands, but you would not make a bracha. The same way the Machaber said less than a Kabeza, you wash your hands without a bracha, even though there are those who argue. These Achorim hold, even less than a Kazayas, you also should wash your hands, but you should not make a bracha. So because we have this machlokas, the Mishaburah says, Therefore, Avada is better to be machri, that if you eat less than a kazayas, that you should in fact wash your hands, but you Avada would not make a bracha of anatilas yadayim. Just by the way, so some people who are planning on eating, and they're only eating a little bit, two bites of bread, so they'll be making a bracha of atalah, if they make a bracha of anatilas yadayim when they're washing. So the Mela, one who washes, has to make sure to eat at least a kazayas, to satisfy the Grand Chazanish, and really at best to satisfy all shitas to really eat a kabeza each time that he washes with the bracha of Al Natilas Yadayim. 
The Mishibur then says in the brackets, V'day you should know, D'shir kezayis d'tzav natila l'kuli alma hu'afim hoya m'peirurin dakin m'tzarfin. Mishabura points out that this year of a kezayis that you need in the tila, according to everyone, is even if it's a combination of small crumbs. And if the crumbs add up to more than a kezayis, but even more than a kebeza, then according to everyone, you have to make a brach of alatila sadayim. What he's pointing out over here in the brackets is that it doesn't matter if it's a piece of bread or it's crumbs that are mitzarif, either way it has the same halacha, that more than a kezayis you have to wash. And more than a kebeza, you'd have to wash with a bracha. Now we're going to get to these halachas later on, that if a person is eating bread, but only because he has something sharp, he wants to get rid of the sharp taste from his mouth, he's not really eating it as a dinachil of the past, it's only to get rid of the sharp taste. So if he eats a little bit of bread to sweeten the sharpness of a drink that he had, but often I'm a vurla come on the seven ratio days in a scenario that we'll see later in ratio days. The ain't sarach levara chamotzi mishum du tafel lashdia. A person is drinking whiskey or something very strong. He takes a piece of bread afterwards just to get rid of the strong taste. That we're going to pass in later on. That the bread is considered tafel to the whiskey. In that case, he does not need to make a bracha of hamotzi. So yesh omrim degam netilas yadayim ain't sarach avim yesh bo kabeza. Some say if it's only a tafel to the thing that you drank, the same way you don't have to make a hamotzi. You also do not need to wash your hands if it is even more than a kibetzah. Once it's considered a tafel, it's not considered bread that you need to make a bracha on. You also do not need to wash your hands according to the shita, even if it's a kibetzah. V'yesh omrim the tzarech, but there is another shita that says that if the bread is more than a kibetzah, you would in fact have to make a netila sedayim. Ayin el yirabah. Says the Mishabura that if it's less than a kazayas of bread that you're eating to sweeten the sharp taste in your mouth from the drink, it appears that for sure you can rely on the shita that says you do not need to wash your hands, even Because once you're having less than a kazayas, already we have shitas that say you don't have to wash your hands at all. So certainly, if you add on to the fact that it's less than a kazayas, that it's only being eaten as a tuffel to the drink that you had, then certainly you would not need to wash your hands. Ah, however, However, if to get rid of the sharp taste you're eating a kezayis or a kebetz of bread, you should wash your hands, but you should not make a bracha that natila. Again, because of the suffix, it's not clear, it's machlokes, if you have to make a bracha or not, and therefore you should avoid the bracha, but you should wash your hands. In the bottom of the page, by that aleph, the note of the Mishabura, it says, V'kasru ha'achronim b'shem ha'shloh. We're in the Aleph that's below the Sharetzion. The Achronim write, B'shem the Shloh, Detov l'noa milecho pas l'mituk shtiyas hayayin sarach. That it's good to hold back from eating bread to sweeten the drinking of the whiskey. Ki miyucho lahavchen heitev. Who is able to differentiate well im hurach lahafig miriruso. If it's only being eaten to get rid of the sharp taste. Ogam l'sar alev. We're also to fill you up. Because if you're also having it to, to, to fill yourself up, to listen halev, so then you have to make a hamotzi and Only if you know for sure that you're only doing it to get rid of the bitter taste, then we can discuss that there's no hamotzi, we can discuss on the But if it's for both, then avada, you wouldn't need a hamotzi, you wouldn't need a tilasadayim. And therefore the Mishibura says later on in Reishud Beis that ideally, one should hold back from eating bread in such a case because it's getting involved 
in a very big suffix. That is the end of Siv Gimel, and now we are going to begin Siv Dalet. We'll read the whole Mechaber Ramah, but we'll only do part of the Mishabura tonight, and the rest will finish in Mitzvah Shem in the next year. The Mechaber says in Siv Dalet, Ochel Dover Shetibulo Ashkin. One who eats something that was dipped into one of the seven liquids, Shesimonam Yod Shachadam, the sign, the abbreviation of those seven liquids is those three words, Yod Shachadam. The Hainu, the Ramot tells us what it stands for. Yayin, Dvash, Shemen, Cholov, Tal, Domayim. One who has one of these seven drinks that a food was dipped into, wine, honey, oil, milk, dew, blood, or water, velonis nagiv, and the food was not dried off from this liquid that it was dipped into, even if one's hands are not going to be touching the place where the liquid is on the food, one must wash his hands without a bracha. So this is the famous halacha of Dabar Shetibula B'mashke, a food that's dipped into, dipped into a liquid, one of these seven liquids, even if you're not going to touch the part where the liquid is on the food, you must wash your hands out of bracha. And the Ramah ends the sif and says, Even if you're only dipping in the tip of the vegetable, the tip of the fruit, you should still make a netila shadayim without a bracha. So let's see the Mishabura back on page 92, beginning with Sivkot and Yud Aleph. We said again that if you're eating a Dover Shetibulo B'mashke, so you have to wash your hands. Besides what we discussed last time, when it's a, a food that's made from the Chamishas Mine Dogon, where there's more of a reason to wash, here we're saying even if it's a vegetable, or it's a fruit, or it's meat, and it's dipped into a liquid, you would have to wash your hands out of bracha. Even though as we've discussed, on fruit they did not make a takon of the Tilos it was only on bread. That's because the fruit, which are cool and are not becoming tummy from the hands, because we hold that stam yadayim, average hands, that we don't know their status, we assume they're a sheni. We know that only truma can become a shlishi, and hekdesh can become a revi'i, but chulin can only become a sheni. So if your hands are a sheni and it touches food that's not truma, it doesn't affect it legabe tum at all, and therefore you don't have to wash your hands for stam peros, because your stam hands are a sheni, they can't make regular food a shlishi. You only have to wash your hands for bread, which is the normal way that truma appears, that's the form of truma, because the ikat truma is by dagan, which we said last time, we're making the bread. So there the sheni could make a shishi lagabe truma. That's where the takon of the tilasadayim was, for bread. But lagabe fruit in general, since a sheni doesn't make a shlishi, stam yadayim or a sheni, it can't affect the fruit, you don't have to wash. Which is not the case over here where it's dipped in liquid. When it comes to liquid, we hold that hands that touch liquid. So even though the hands, the stam yadayim is a sheni, but Chazal said that stam yadayim, which is a sheni, which touched liquid, makes the liquid into a rishon. And if that's true, and the liquid is on the fruit, then even if the fruit is chulin, so the liquid that became a rishon from the adayim that were a sheni, will make the chulin into a sheni, which is a problem. And therefore, tiknu lito as for that reason, they were misaki to wash your hands if you're eating any kind of food item that is wet. 
Because if it is wet, it has liquid on it, and your hands are a sheni that make liquid into a rishon, it could then be metami the chulim to a sheni. That's a problem. Shelo yistamu amashkin al yadam. And that's in order that the liquid should not become tummy from your hands as a rishon. The yifslu achar kakam ha'ochal. And that will be metami also. The food afterwards, it will make it into a sheni. So again, to summarize what the Mr. is saying over here, the chiluk between dry fruit or wet fruit is that Takana was not made on regular fruit that were not wet because that's chulin in general. And therefore, a stamyadayim is a sheni. A sheni cannot affect chulin to be a shlishi, so there's no problem. If there is liquid on the fruit, so you get into a problem because stamyadayim, which is a sheni, makes liquid a rishon, which in turn can make the fruit into a sheni, which even if it's chulin, will become tame, and therefore you have to wash your hands for dover shetibulo b'mashka. Now, if you look at note number 19, he points out, Interesting shaila over here. We're discussing where you dip something into a liquid. Let's say you take a fruit out of the refrigerator, and it has some moisture on it. Is that considered which requires a tilas or not? So the stifler is no way to be concerned that it was considered tibul mashka and he washed his hands for it. But in the Shalom of Evan Yisrael, he wrote, Shavadai ain al mayim elu mashka. It's not called mashka and it's not in the Tilasadayim, it's just moisture that got on it from the refrigerator. That's not considered fruit that got wet and he holds that you would not have to wash in the Tilasadayim in that case. Says the Mishaburah, I just said, cut on your days. Dover she tibulo mashka. Those who are dipping fruit or vegetables into water to clean them off in the water, or they're rinsing them off to clean them, that's called and if you're eating it wet, you would have to wash the Tilashadayim before eating that fruit or vegetable that's wet, even though it's only wet from being washed off. Something that it's not its normal way to dip it, or to have any kind of liquid on it, you do not require an So it's not anything that's wet, it's only things that are sometimes dipped or sometimes made wet, something that's not normally wet that became wet, the takana was never made over there. That's something that's not common. The rabbanon were not masakin over there, a takana of netilasadayim. Let's finish the Shabbat, then we'll see an interesting note. Hatovel etzbo'o one who dips his finger into a liquid, who motates, and he's sucking off the liquid from his finger, ain't sarf natile, he does not need to wash his hands. Again, the lotikna natila sedayim lishtias mashkin. They were not masakin natila sedayim for drinking liquids, like we'll see later in Sivvav. It's only by eating food that was wet, but your finger, which is not a food, it's just sucking off the moisture. There was no takan over there. If you look at note number 20, he points out, so he said, or something that's not normally getting wet, or not normally dipped, you don't have to wash for it even if it's wet. <speaking in Hebrew> a fruit that it is the normal way to dip it in certain ways. <speaking in Hebrew> and you dip it in a way that's not normal for that food item. <speaking in Hebrew> for example, <speaking in Hebrew> For example, you dip a fruit into milk. That's not a normal thing to do. Normally we wash a fruit, so a fruit gets wet from water. But let's say a person decides he likes to eat his apple dipped in milk. So he's doing something that's out of the ordinary. That's considered normal since the apple is normally something that gets wet. Even though it's not normally with milk, it's normally with water. But that still is requiring you to wash your hands. And he brings a beautiful raya. The raya We wash for karpas l'al-seder when we dip it in the salt water. We don't normally dip karpas 
into salt water, So the same way we wash for the karpas, which is dipping in the salt water, we don't normally eat food in salt water, it's special for the mitzvah. So therefore, that's a rayas as a shalmazalman, that if it's something that's normally getting wet, even if it got wet in the way that's not the regular way, you would still need to wash Natila Shadayim. Continues the Mishaburavaitis of Kadin Yugimel. Be'echad Mishiva Mashkin. We said the food got wet in one of the seven liquids. Aval Sha'or Minei Mashkin and Eschotim Raperos, but other liquids that are squeezed from fruit, Einam Chashuvim Mashkin. Those are not called liquids and they would not, you would not need to wash for, the, for that item. So if you have an orange that has orange juice that was squeezed out of another orange onto it, you would not have to wash for that. That's not considered Dover Shatibulu Bamashkin. Sifkotan Yudalit Vash. One of the seven is honey. Zatim Shibura Dvash Devorim is talking about bees honey. Velo shall tmarim o shall men achir. It's not talking about date honey or any other type of honey. Kaswa postman, the postman right, call a mashim shenikrashu, any liquids that have congealed. Bain ayade bishul, bain ayade tzina, whether it congealed through cooking or it congealed through being cold. At she'en bem tofeach avanas latviach, it got so dried up that it's not wet enough that if you touch it with your hand, your hand can go then wet something else. So it's not really so wet. Lo chashivi mashke. That loses its status of a mashke. That's considered a salad. V'das ha-tosos. The shita tosos is filu chazru v'nimochu achakach. Even if it goes ahead and melts afterwards, it has lost its status of a liquid once it congeals to that point that it can't wet something to wet something else. It's not a mashke even if it goes and melts again and turns into a liquid. It's not called a mashke. Zulas yayin omayim. The exception to that is wine or water. Vuad in cholosheniklo and so too milk that was frozen. Kishachazu v'nimochu. When the, they, these three things, wine, water, or milk, that were frozen and they go back and they're melted, chashivi mashke, they go back to be considered a mashke again. Ulafiza, according to this, merkachas, hametuga midvash, some kind of dish. That's made out of dough that you're frying together with honey. In karush, if the honey that's on them is congealed, at that it's not moist enough that it can wet your hand to wet something else. Everyone agrees you can eat this merkachas with the honey on it without washing your hands. Vim hadvash eno karush, if the honey on there was not congealed, so dasa taz de chashemashke. So the opinion of the taz is that even though it's combined with food, you still have to wash. That is not considered a mashke, even though it's not congealed. Why? Since this vash is omed la'achila, not for mashke, so shame ochel alav. Even though it's in its liquid form, but it's being made together with this merkachas, and therefore it has a din of ochel. The chayodem was machriya between these two shitas, and he says, the yeshchilak bazeh, you have the following chiluk. If you bought the honey while it was still with the wax, it was with the honeycomb, you bought it all together, and then you melted it with that in mind to be frying it together with the food, if so, you bought it with still mixed with the wax, it was a food, and you plan on frying it with the food and eating it together with the food, so it never lost its status of a food, it never became a mashke. Since you only melted it for achila purposes. Therefore, you will not have to wash for it. But one who buys honey that was already, it was already melted down into a liquid form from those who make this drink called med, 
And it's known that these people that make this honey into liquid, it's in order to make it into a, a drink, which is what net is. And you bought it from them, so you bought a drink. You bought a liquid. So even though you're going to be mixing it together with food and frying it together with food, that still has been a mashke. So he's machria that it depends for what purpose and what state you got the honey in. If you got it in the state that it was in the honeycomb, it was a salad, and you plan on using it with achila, with food, so it never became a mashke, it wouldn't make a requirement of the tilas But if you bought it from those who melted it down into regular honey to be used as a drink, and now even though you want to use it for food, to be mixed with the food as you're frying it, you bought a liquid, you bought a drink, a mashke, has been a mashke, and you would have to wash. Look at the Derech HaChaim who writes, If you're eating this dish with a fork, you could be lenient that you don't have to wash. It's not so posh, you have to wash anyway. If you're already eating with a fork, so you're avoiding the whole Tumah problem of eating with your hands, the Tumah being transferred, so then already you would not have to wash. By the way, that's why some posts can say that by the Seder, when you're eating Karpas, it's better to eat it with your hands when you're dipping it, because the whole purpose of the netrila before a davash mashke has to do with tumah and has to do with touching with your hands. So if you're eating with a fork, you're sort of avoiding the purpose, and therefore some folks can say that you should eat the karpas with your hands. The This whole discussion is by the merkachas, this dish that's fried with honey. But if it's fried with sugar, everyone agrees sugar is not a mashke, and that would not make you required to wash the tila sedayim. Let's see one more mishabura. Then we'll stop. Sif kodent hazvav. The next category that the mechaber referenced in yod shachadam is shemen. Hainu shemen zayis. This means shemen zayis olive oil. Umashma deshar shmonim eina bechal mashka. The mashmos is that other oils are not considered mashka. And if a food was dipped into that, let's say you have it as like a salad dressing, and you're dipping in your your carrots into a type of oil. If it's not olive oil, according to this. You would not be required to wash your hands, but if you're dipping it into olive oil, you would in fact need to wash your hands. We'll stop here and we'll pick up a Mirza Shem in the next year with Sivkotan Tazayan. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call. 203-312-SHAS That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org